0: OK, so welcome back again to the second part of Come and See Inspirations. My name is John Keeley. Uh, at this part of the programme now, Shane has got a guest on the other line end of the line and they're going to bring us some information, uh, some news on what's uh, coming up, Shane.
1: Thanks, John. So actually, our, it's our uh, Sacred Space invites back onto the programme again this week with Grace, Grace uh, Joy, our friend, uh, Father Martin Brown from Glenstall Abbey. Good morning, Father Martin. How are you keeping
0: I'm very well indeed, thank you Shane, nice to be with you and John.
1: It's good to have you back on the programme again, and one of the reasons we've asked Father Martin to come back on the programme this morning is the fact that we are in the midst of the Week of Prayer for Christian Unity, which started on the 18th of January, and this year the theme for the Week of Prayer for Christian Unity uh, is Justice and Only Justice You Shall Pursue, but before we get into that, Father Martin, what exactly is the Week of Prayer for Christian Unity?
0: Well, I suppose the flippant answer is it's exactly what it says on the tin. Mm. Uh, It's an annual uh, observance that's kept by most of the Christian churches uh, throughout the world between the 18th and 25th of January each year to pray for the unity of the church. It has taken many different uh, formats over the years. Initially, it was uh, very much a... A Catholic event where Catholics sort of prayed that Protestants and Orthodox would come back.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but in time, the understanding of the week of prayer changed to being about uh, praying for the unity of the church, which we believe is God's gift and it's God, God's will. Uh, Jesus said on the night before his uh, death and uh, crucifixion that uh, prayed that, that they all may be one. So, in time, it became about praying for the unity of the church as Christ wills it, and that allowed uh, more people uh, to uh, join. And so, in time, it has become a fixture in the calendars of, of, of most uh, churches around the world. And in the current uh, current uh, period, it is prepared for each year uh, by jointly by the Pontifical Council for Christian Unity, which is the sort of the Department for Ecumenical Affairs in the Vatican mm-hmm. uh, jointly with the World Council of Churches uh, who are based in Geneva and who are made up of, the, of most of the mainstream uh, Protestant and Orthodox churches around the world. So it's, it's prepared jointly and then uh, adapted locally and celebrated throughout the world to do exactly as it says, to pray for the unity of the Church.
1: Now, when you say it was prepared, it's prepared by the the Pontifical, sorry, what's it called? The Pontifical Council for Promotion, council of, for promotion of Christian Unity. Yes, and the uh, the Commission on Faith and Order of the World Council of Churches. But exactly. um uh, that was prepared. Do you have any idea when that was prepared?
0: Yeah. Uh, so the the process for each year start, starts starts uh, about two years in advance, and the Christians in a particular region or country are invited to uh, prepare the materials because in order to pray for Christianity, we need some help and some themes and some pointers and some uh, scripture passages. Uh, And so the tradition has been that Christians in a particular part of the world uh, prepare the materials. And that's a way of uh, sharing their concerns with the Christians of of the world, the way of uh, showcasing their country, their region, but also showcasing their challenges. So, for this year, the materials were prepared by the Christian churches in Indonesia. So they go, started on this process about two years ago and they chose that theme from the book of Deuteronomy, Justice and Only Justice You Shall Pursue. And then in September of 2017, so kind of a year and a half in advance, a joint working group made up of representatives from that Pontifical Council and the World Council of Churches went to Indonesia to meet the local people who prepared the materials and to go through them, to tease them out a bit more, to uh, edit a little bit, to m- maybe make them a bit more uh, suitable for di- for digestion in other parts of the world and in
2: mm-hmm.
0: their ecclesiastical context, other geographical and political contexts. And then when they're all agreed jointly by Rome and Geneva, they're circulated uh, throughout the world and uh, different groups of Uh, churches around the world and maybe adapt them locally so Churches Together in Britain and Ireland then made a further adaptation so the materials that were circulated to churches uh, around Ireland this year were the fruit of that threefold process initially the Indonesians then the Indonesians with the International Writing Group and then eventually the Churches Together in Britain and Ireland so lots of people have had a hand in looking at this material in order to make it uh, as uh, useful and uh, as
1: inspirational and helpful for prayer and for reflection as it possibly can be it sounds like a rather, um, how shall I say, cumbersome process. Uh, but I suppose for the man in the street, the one man and woman in the street, I beg your pardon, or the, the person in the pew, I suppose what would be uh, the focus for this week?
0: Well, say <clears throat> the idea is simple. Uh, Christian churches are not fully united. We move often along parallel paths, sometimes quite divergent paths, that is not what Jesus uh, wants for his church. Uh, he wants us to be to be one, not, not just because it's nice to be all ho- holding hands together, but because by being separated, we are a counter witness we Christians bearing witness to the love of Christ separately isn't a great sign and at a time in this part of the world where the credibility of Christian faith is being challenged all around the place and being Uh, abandoned by a lot of people the the idea that christians can't uh, do things together can't agree together uh, can't be fully one, can't celebrate the eucharist together is a scandal so most of us probably don't experience it personally as a huge source of scandal in the same way we might experience uh, poverty as a scandal or uh, or violence or whatever but in, in when you think about it in terms of the witness that the churches and the Christians of the world give to those around them who are not Christian, uh, Christian disunity is a scandal. So the Week of Prayer for Christian Unity is about, well, one, highlighting that, but it's not just about highlighting it. It's about praying for it because ultimately the only way we're going to be one is if we uh, open ourselves totally and completely uh, to Christ because we're not, we're not going to be able to do it in our own. We've shown that uh, quite... Adequately and clearly over the last five hundred years and indeed over the last thousand years and more when it comes to the churches in the, in the east, so it is about praying for that, praying together, uh, learning to love one another but it 's also important it is about praying for unity, so even if one is in a small rural place where, where everybody who goes to church uh, belongs to the same denomination, and that is often, awesome. often the case obviously uh, in rural Ireland. That doesn't mean you can't pray for Christian unity because anyone can pray for Christian unity even on their own mm. uh, so it's not just about coming together and having having a nice time and having tea and buns afterwards. It's actually about taking god God's desire for unity, taking Christ at his word, taking him seriously, and actually praying for that unity and asking him to grant what we so manifestly are not able to do on our own
1: mm. it's 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 an interesting one because the the input, if you like, of the of the Christian churches from Indonesia, of course, is in the context of the fact that Indonesia is one of the largest Muslim countries in Southeast Asia. It's also one of the largest one of the larger countries in the world, and of course, it is very diverse in terms of ethnicity, religions, and cultures.
0: It's an so, incredible place. Yeah. It's an incredible place. Uh, for, we we all all know. Places like Bali and, and the Big Islands, Java, and, and so on. But there are seventeen thousand islands in Indonesia. And ethnically, the the different uh, racial uh, background, there are over thirteen hundred different ethnic groups and over seven hundred languages. Now that's that's mind boggling. Mm. There are over seven hundred and forty local languages. Uh, so a, as a nation, they have tried. Uh, of course, they were uh, occupied and colonised uh, by Europeans for a long for a long time. So, as a nation, they've tried to unite around some certain principles, which actually uh, rhyme quite well with with Christian unity. It, the motto of the country is unity and diversity, um, and that's uh, very significant. They have a uh, one common language that is spoken throughout the country. Uh, and so that unites the people of all the various other languages. There's one Indonesian language, uh, which is, I think, not quite an artificial language, but it has borrowed from all over the place and been codified and organized as a way of, of copper fastening all the, all the members of the, all the citizens and residents of these islands into one nation. So that's a very important principle for them. But like a lot of places in the world, that is being challenged very much at the moment mm. by Uh, radicalization by fundamentalism, uh, while they have a national motto about unity and diversity and there was always traditionally very good relationships between uh, the huge Muslim uh, majority and the smaller Christian, Buddhist, Buddhist, Hindu and so on minorities. Um, We're we're seeing less of that now. We're seeing Christian churches being attacked, being burned. Um, I I, I I didn't mention earlier, um, I'm actually part of the group that goes to the country each year and, and the works on editing mm-hmm. the material. So so I did spend a week there um, in September of 2018. And even though it was a week, because we were working so intensively on this material and with Christians there, we learned an awful lot about the country. Mm. And it, it is a real worry for them that, that, that a country that's built on unity and diversity uh, is experiencing such challenges uh, where people are trying to, uh, to sow discord. Um, so When they're talking about praying for unity, okay, they're they're very clearly talking about Christian unity, and it's it's Christian churches who who have prepared the materials, obviously. Mm. But they're they're also very conscious of the need for uh, interfaith uh, harmony as well. Um, And they're not talking in the abstract. This is important for them. This is life and death stuff for them. Mm. So it was was, was quite uh, striking to see them talking about the the tradition of their country uh, and the, the principles on which they were founded and how these have been challenged now. So, in, and apart from uh, fundamentalism and radicalization, uh, one of the other great challenges they're experiencing at the moment is corruption. And so that was one of the reasons they, they chose a theme uh, based around justice, uh, because the cohesion and coherence of their, of their nation is being challenged uh, by by greed and corruption. So that's one, that's one of the good things, we said earlier, that the that big, long process I described about how a thought uh, gets translated into the materials that get circulated around the world. It's a very good idea, I think, that, that the materials are produced by Christians from different parts of the world every year, because they have very different insights, very different local realities, very different challenges, and it gives the rest of the... Uh, Christians of the world, uh, a chance to a window in, into 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 some of these countries. Mm. Um, I, I knew precious little about uh, Indonesia apart from a vague idea of where it was on the map, and that certain <laughs> island, islands like Bali were good were famous holiday spots. I, I had no understanding really uh, about the place, about the uh, ethnic makeup of the place, about the history. Uh, and certainly are about, about the religious challenges. And since being there, every time I hear it on the news, some reference to Indonesia, my, my ears pick up because it, it becomes more significant. And I think that's a, that's another element of the week of, for, of prayer for Christian unity. It creates and nurtures solidarity between Christians around the world, not just between Christians uh, in a particular location, Christians of different denominations, but also between Christians... In Ireland and the Christians of Indonesia at this time, or the Christians of America and the Christians of Indonesia at this time. Mm. So, so travelling around the world, drawing uh, the materials for the week of prayer from different parts of the world each year, I think uh, is a, a very useful way of emphasising uh, the oneness of the, of, of the Christian family uh, and the oneness ultimately of the human family.
1: Okay. Just looking at the resources that were prepared, uh, Martin, for the churches together in Britain and Ireland. So that just in case people are wondering, well, what 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 does that actually entail? It's um, generally there over the days of the week. It's there's generally um, a, a scripture piece given. There's generally a, a restarting point or ref, uh, which is taken from uh, the, the communities in Indonesia, which is followed then by a reflection and followed by a prayer and then. Some questions for reflection and thoughts during the day, and also as well as that, then there's uh, there's a bit of go and do. So there's you know there's there's an encouragement to go out and and to do something as well. So for me, it's very much like the 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 old YCW, you know, listen, judge, act, and it's that idea of you know ref- going from scripture to reflection to action. Uh, yeah, I very it. much so. Very much uh, something which I think we could all associate with and very easy to do. So we'll be saying to listeners, um, it's available on the website and is also, uh, I, as well as our own uh, Bishop Brendan was very much involved this year with promoting it as he has a job to do for the Pope in addition to uh, Bishop Kier, uh, Kiernan, uh, Kier, Kiernan from the Church of Ireland in Limerick. Um, who the, the both of them have been uh, tasked with encouraging prayers for Christian unity uh, as well. So, um, Martin, thank you very much for coming on to us to go through that with us this morning. My great pleasure. Uh, and as always, uh, your insights into it. I hadn't realized you had been in Bali. <laughs> I wasn't in Bali. I was in Jakarta. <laughs> you were in Jakarta. Uh, well, you were in, in the there wasn't a beach in sight it was not a beach inside indeed indeed indeed. thank you for coming on this morning I appreciate that it, this week in particular has been rather busy for the uh, the Glynstall community so we appreciate appreciate the time that you took to come on with us this morning very happy to do so thanks me Martin happy new year thank, to you
0: thank you god bless
1: bye, bye bye and
0: so with this part of the programme now we'll go for a second piece of music and this is by um, John Michael Talbot and this one is entitled come and worship the Lord might be ideal
2: after to listening to that let's hear this Come, worship the Lord. us come with thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. God The great king or all the gods He holds in His hands The depths of the earth And the highest Mountains As well He made the sea It belongs Now to Him The dry land was formed by his hand.